0: Welcome to the podcast of champions this is the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast created weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United along probably with quite a lot that you didn't you can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome along. We're a day early this week, as you may have noticed, because it's the end of the season and people have a bit of time off and and things change at the end of the season. So we're a day early with the podcast. Better than being a day late, I reckon.
1: And now, of course, pre-match. Weekly press conference to, no. uh, uh, to bring you, since uh, it's all done and dusted.
0: It is. Isn't that strange? Well, congratulations, first of all, to Norwich City, David. Oh, you, you, thank you. You, 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 you spend, spend all of these podcasts uh, concentrating on Torquay United, but one of your great loves is Norwich City, and they're up. So, congratulations. Man and boy. <laughs> also up um, is the uh, Plainmore pitch. That's, uh, that's yes. coming up today. Yeah. So, that's that's the uh, big news nice up there. Fort
1: work to complete the, re, the re-drainage work uh, um, and... Uh, relay, well, not yeah. be relaying, reseeding uh, that pitch. So good luck to them with the weather. <laughs>
0: yeah, it doesn't look too bad. It's going to be okay, <coughs> no I think. Um, but the, the big thing on everybody's lips, I've had anguished phone calls. I'm sure you have as well. Yeah. Um, Plymouth Argyle parted company, shall we say, with Derek Adams after yeah. the 5 1 defeat in at, at the hands of Accrington. Yeah, one game to go. Well, they've got an ex gull in charge for the last game, haven't they? So where uh, they. Well, Kevin Nanskill
1: right. is, is, is a Plymouth through and through, but uh, he did spend a very happy few years as a youth coach at Plainmore, which he often refers to. And they yeah. shoved him in charge. Good luck, Kevin, uh, for Saturday's last game against... Um, I think it yeah. is, which is a real all-or-nothing set-two, isn't it? It is, um, yeah, absolutely. And it's they're, they're not
0: really in charge of their own destiny, are
1: they? No. Um, I think a win... Yeah. Might well do it for them, uh, but only because Southend are at home to Sunderland. But did anyone expect Sunderland to lose at Fleetwood last night? So, quite, um, yeah. Uh, you never quite know what might happen. And of course, Argyle's goal difference is worryingly hmm. worse than, than most down Accrington 5-1
0: so. didn't make it any better for them no, either, it did it? But no, uh, Anyway, the top
1: and bottom of it is that...
0: They're managerless. And any West Country team without a manager at the moment will cast a roving eye... At Gary Johnson, yeah, Gary Johnson, East who, Allington, Hilton yes, Villa, I believe uh, so. Uh, if, yeah.
1: if any of them come up, I think Bricks uh, and Grasshoppers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gary Johnson would be linked with, with almost any job. You're quite right, that comes up in this part of the world.
0: Torquay fans have been anxious um, since the news broke. Argyle fans would like to see Gary Johnson down there, quite a lot of them, according to what I've been reading online. Um, so I make no apologies for pinning you down, Dave. What's your gut feeling about what will happen?
1: Uh, my gut feeling is that Gary Johnson will be talking United's manager um, uh, for a little while longer. And by that, I mean, uh, um, you know, the start of next season. Yeah. Um, Hang on,
0: I can hear fireworks going off somewhere. Yes. <laughs> um, uh,
1: for various reasons. Yeah. Uh, and quite a lot of them uh, to do with Plymouth Argyle. Um uh, For me, uh, uh, money always uh, plays a big part in these things, and I don't mean money for Gary Johnson or Murray for money for Pete Johnson or money for Aaron Downs or anything like that. I mean the amount of money that's available at Plymouth Argyle as they set out to find themselves a new manager. Yeah, Um, uh, this is a club uh, with high expectations, as we all know, uh, uh, quite a demanding fan base. Just who could well be relegated at the weekend, uh, in that situation, they'll presumably have less money available next season than they have now. Uh, quite a few of their best players are likely to leave. Yeah. Um, and if they were to go out to try and get somebody like Gary Johnson, and by that I mean somebody who's in a job yeah. with a contract, you're talking compensation and plenty of it. I can't see any way in which Plymouth Argyle... Um, are in a position to shell out a load of money just to get a manager out of another club. Yeah. They're, not, they're not in that situation at the moment, as far as we all know, and as far as the chairman has indicated in the last yeah. few weeks and months. Uh, he's been talking about tight budgets and all that kind of stuff, and fair enough, that's their business. Um, I, I think, if, if you put a gun to my head, that they will go for a manager who is out of contract. Uh, so that that
0: means somebody they're not going to have to pay quite to to get released. Absolutely, okay. yeah. And
1: and uh, I'm I'm not saying that he might not be a club at the moment, but in other words, his contract is is up. Yeah, is about yeah. to to run out now. I, only, you know, whether the, I don't know whether Mike Flynn, for instance, at Newport County, his contract is up this summer. I haven't a clue. Um, there's plenty of other names that have been bandied about. Yes. Wouldn't it uh, be fun if they to... ended up with Steve Evans? Ooh, by the way, wow, <laughs> that might be fun. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, you know, th- that's my gut feeling on the Argyle front. Yeah. Um, from Gary Johnson's point of view, obviously, his the length of his contract at Torquay has never been revealed, but from day one uh, and several times since, he's talked long term. From from you know from yeah the first day he walked in the place um he he repeated it when the Yeovil thing came up uh, he repeated it when he was leading the celebrations yeah, after united's yeah. uh, 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 championship and you know the, the the final home game against um hungerford um and he was also referring to next season after last yeah. saturday's 4-0 win at st Albans city that rounded the whole thing off now okay football changes constantly what are the old saying never say never, blah, 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 No, blah. well, quite. But yeah. uh, I think here's a man who has been in management for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he lives in Portishead near Bristol uh, and has done for quite a long time. Um, the commuting from there to yeah. Torquay is doable. Um, uh, he does it with Aaron Downs, who lives in Cheltenham, uh, where both of them, of course, came from. Yeah. Um, he persuaded the United Board to, that, to allow him to bring both his brother Peter and Aaron with him when he came to yeah. play more. All of that is quite a big commitment on both sides, for both sides, You know, from, from the club and his point of view. Um, uh, I think he does see this as a project. Um, he whether or not it involves a new stadium in future, he certainly referred to that as yeah. part of the uh, of the scenario of the possible scenario. Um, and apart from anything else, I do know how much he's enjoyed his year at Tor, his yeah. his, his first yeah. nine months at Torquay. Okay, well, you're bound to enjoy it if you win the damn thing. Yes, of course. But he's he's got terrific training facilities. Yeah, he's got yeah. a supportive board and owners. He's got a club where he can see some sort of potential. Mm -hmm. Now, all of these, I'm sure Argyle fans will turn around and say, yeah, 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 but we've got all of that. And they would probably be right. But I just, you asked me, my gut feeling is Argyle will go for somebody elsewhere who is out of work and wants a job. I think that would
0: be a huge relief. To talk United well,
1: uh, you know, here we go. I, I shall end up with egg on my faces if something unbelievable well, happens. Okay. I, I don't get the feeling behind the scenes and the vibes. Uh, Gary Johnson has, has, has absolutely avoided saying anything about this. Yeah, and and you can can under-
0: un- yeah, you can understand why, can't you? Absolutely. Yeah. I think
1: when the Yeovil job came up, yeah, it, it was it was a fairly easy call for him to go. Whoa, no, no, thanks. I've done my time there. I've had been manager twice at that club. You know, mm. lovely, lots of friends there, but no. And by the way, I'm also enjoying myself here and we're going in the right direction. Brackets, Yeovil have since been relegated yeah. and United will be playing them hopefully at Boxing Day and New Year's Day next season. Um, but in this situation, I think his view is, and he's he's been what is it? What's the cliche? Tight lipped about it all. Whatever he says in this situation. wrong knee in front Whatever he says in this situation. Uh, he's yeah. going to upset somebody, yeah. you know, and and uh, I, I think he's taken the view. Look, I'm just not going to say anything about mm-hmm. this at all. I know that there will be lots of talky fans that are saying, "Well, why didn't he just come out and say?" Absolutely no, 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 no. Well, uh, uh, we're not all of us privy to the issues behind that Yeah, no. um he's got he's he's he and aaron and uh, aaron downs and pete johnson and george edwards and clark osborne are probably as we speak um uh, thrashing out all the bits and pieces for next season um you know what sort of scope they've got i think they've got a rough idea but now we're really getting to the nitty-gritty now the season is over what can we afford i know i think Gary Johnson was saying the other day that the way he likes to do it and the way that I think he will be allowed to do it is look, there you are, you've got a ballpark figure of what your playing budget is. Yeah. And then if you think you can come to us with somebody who's going to be absolutely nailed on to completely boss midfield next season, keep out goals, you know, uh, or take Jamie Reid's place as the bloke that scores 30 goals in a season. You come to us and let us know, and we'll do our best to help yeah. you get it. That 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 was how he's been portraying yeah. that the, the, the future. So I can understand him just going, "Whoa, I, whatever I say here is yeah. is potentially wrong for him," uh,
0: um, uh, and and that's the stance he's taken. Yeah. And um, I don't suppose he's going to budge from it. Well, let that's. I mean that. May not put people's minds at rest, but that's our best guess, and I think that's uh, it, this situation will sort itself out in the next few days, won't it? Because Argyle are bound to make an appointment sooner rather than later. Well, aren't you would
1: they? have thought so, but you know, that this, this, um, you know, that this is it was a, all right 5 1 at Accrington in the penultimate game of the season is pretty cataclysmic, isn't yeah. it? And, and I can understand them going, Whoa, hold on a minute, we've got an all or nothing game against Scunthorpe next Saturday, which we must. Yeah. As far as we know, when are we better off leaving the team in charge of Derek? Uh, Derek Adams in charge of the team. Are we better off getting uh, yeah. a, a, a different, perhaps more cheerful face mm. in? Uh, and they've taken that view. I don't think they've given any great thought. I, I wouldn't have thought so anyway. Uh, I, in other words, I'd I'd be very surprised if they made an appointment within the next few days. No. Um. I think it'll take a bit longer than that.
0: Good luck to Kevin Naskovol though. By the yeah, way, as we were talking about,
1: you know, it's... absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, from all Torquay fans' point of view, um, I, I, I was accused yeah. on on the club's radio commentary last Saturday of. Um, Sympathising with Argar when <laughs> I was actually trying to tell everybody what the score was from from uh, <laughs> from Ac- from Accrington. Um, uh, I think all Torquay fans would absolutely love it if both Exeter City and Plymouth Argar were one division away from just United waiting next for it. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, but uh, that's in the matter
0: of God. Let's see what happens. So transfers. We touched on transfers briefly. There was a, a slightly strange incident on Twitter yesterday when somebody. In a foreign land, somewhere, retweeted an ancient old piece that said, "Torquay United welcome Durell Berry to play more. And I thought, "Hang on a minute!" It says that wasn't the kind of signing I was expecting in the uh, in the close season, but it turned out to be an ancient retweet, which caught everybody off guard for a few moments. But the thinking is that obviously Gary Johnson is not now going out and looking at players; he knows who he wants, doesn't he? I, I, he knows the, 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 the players there's precious after. little
1: scouting going on at the moment. Mm. Uh, I'm sure there is still some. Uh, particularly because it's at this time of year that you get um, quite a lot of overseas players coming and playing yeah. in trial games. And that's, of course, how they picked up Calvin Kalala last May. Um, we shall talk about him yeah, at when, some length when, in a moment. When, when, um, before he went to Cheltenham. Yeah. Before they took him to Cheltenham. Um, so Pete Johnson is pretty good at all that stuff. He's got a very good history yeah. of picking up lads. He's got contacts all over the continent. Um, uh, uh, hoping to find one or two of these Calvin Kalala type under the radar yeah. players. And Did sure John Eve come, to,
0: come from one of those uh, overseas no, he players? Yeah. You no, know,
1: he was already here. he was already here. He'd played for played for Geisley and all sorts of clubs um, before um, yeah. Gary Hours picked him up. Um, so, uh, no, I think they've got a pretty good list of yeah. players they've already identified in the various positions that they want to strengthen. And I think it's, it's, it all points um, to a, a very exciting summer, mainly because although they've already signed 11 players yeah. in all departments up, those players being McDonald, Winter, Davis, Kueniate, Cameron, Kalala... Hall, Dixon, Reed, Keating and Cazale. Those 11 are already signed up for yeah. next, for, until the summer of 2020. He's already said that he wants 21 or 22 players to tackle yeah. the National League next season. We're looking at another 10 signings possible, yeah. signings during the summer. So that's quite a lot of players coming in. And uh, uh, Gary Johnson has also said that he's looking now at what was the word he used? Marquee players. Yeah. In other words, guys that are going to go in and make a real difference next season.
0: These should be people that we've heard of, people that we're familiar with,
1: probably. Certainly have a certain, yeah. maybe a bit of a track record. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, he's, he even threw in the other day, which is quite interesting, is that uh, one or two players we've worked with before. You know, have, have, uh, uh, we wouldn't mind bringing, bringing them back. And of course, everybody's immediately been poring over the <laughs> Cheltenham town lists and, yeah. uh, and stuff like that. You know, so. Um, there, there isn't a grizzled old midfielder from the Latvian national squad a few years ago, is there? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yes. Yeah. Um, so, um, and I think as well that because of Gary and, and Pete's and Aaron's ex- experience at national yeah. league level, that nobody knows better than them that next season we are not going to be able to pass, move and run opposition mm. off their feet, especially in the last twenty minutes and a half an hour of matches, which they 've done so spectacularly this season it 's going to be physically tougher, mentally tougher yeah um, uh, and we may need to play.
0: The United team United yeah. may
1: need to play a little bit more. The opposition um, is going to be that much better, yeah, isn't it? It's, exactly. it's just it's, it's a it's a big step up, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Having said that, there are some interesting uh, um, distress signals coming out from one or two clubs in in um, the National League. Uh, Gateshead are in an appalling mess. Yeah, um, three employees in the whole club. Um, uh, uh one of the ones who's left of course his player is mike williamson the ex united uh, has he? Yeah. Uh, wolves yeah. Newcastle yeah. almost everybody else center half who's apparently had a great season up there with them uh and lad yeah um ebb's fleet have been having to deny rumors that they're about to drop into the bostic league voluntarily um yeah. uh, and a couple of others are not exactly in the in rude health so although it's quite right to 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 be realistic about what faces United yeah. next season. Um, uh, you know, the Johnsons have been here before; uh, they know what's required, and I'm sure that's what they are. Yeah, that's the type that they're looking, the types that they're looking to bring
0: in. Let's talk a bit about the St Albans game. Then the season finally ended at St Albans, but what a way to end it!
1: Well, we had those two disappointments, didn't we? Yeah. over Easter, chipping them away. Hungerford at home and Hungerford obviously it didn't spoil the celebrations but it would have been a damn sight better if United could have drawn or won that game against Hungerford um, but to go to St Albans I, I think it's easy now to sit back in the warm glow of a record breaking, of a 4-0 win which broke almost every record left open to them that before kick-off um, and I was in the pub in, in St Albans having a quick half before the match with as it, as you do, As, yes. as, it, as it turned yes. out, yeah. more than uh, was it 833 yeah. Yeah. United fans turned up in there. Well done to them. I, I know most of them, if not all, had already bought their tickets, so they weren't yeah. it a, a ticket bought in advance situation. But fantastic support for the last game of the season with nothing on it, effectively for Torquay's point of view. But there was a huge amount on it from St Albans' point yeah. of view. You know, St Albans went into that match especially in the wake of the Concord announcement on the, on, the, on the Friday morning when Concord were effectively told they couldn't be in the playoffs. Um, uh, you, you're expecting, you know, the old kitchen furniture coming at you um, yeah. at, at, at St Albans. Uh, and uh, let's face it, goals to, do change games and it does help when you score after 10 seconds. But uh, um, United completely obliterated them and yeah. I thought it was a very honest and good quote by Ian Allenson. The um, uh, the Saint Albans manager when he said afterwards uh, we could easily have lost ten mil. really uh, yeah, yeah, and he, yeah and he he, he said um, that they never had a spark all afternoon and then he said but we shouldn't take anything away from Talkie they were superb Torquay, that was a um, yeah that, I think all the people at Saint Albans and by the way it's a hell of a nice club great little ground yeah very hospitable um, all of them were just looking at that and going. That's what you need to do to win this league by 10 points. Yeah. And, and uh, United certainly turned it on. And amongst they, United's very best performers on Saturday, and i take my hat off to them, were the Bristol City Loneys. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Conor Lemonhead Evans and Jake Andrews were absolutely terrific in midfield. Opie Edwards came on and put a shift in and scored and, and got himself a goal. These were, for all we know, and we don't yet know for certain, mm. their last games for Torquay. It was a horrible, bobbly pitch. Yeah, which actually they bypassed much better than they had done at, at Chippenham. Um, they, they, they they all played really well, yeah. and uh, you know there was you wouldn't have forgiven them if they'd done a bit of a farewell. Well, I don't want to get hurt this afternoon. Job, absolutely not. They they all got stuck in Proper big shifts. time, and and yeah. that that in a way for me underlined how well Gary Johnson and all of them have. A, built and b maintained yeah. this t- this spirit within the team in other words you weren't allowed to you know th- th- that you know having the afternoon off was yeah. not an
0: option so, so i talk he did not only won 4-0 they hit the post a couple of times oh, and managed ten. to contrive not to score from the penalty spot again again
1: yeah i mean the first 10 minutes we were all looking at each other in the press box after 10 minutes going what on earth is going on here after less than 10 minutes Torquay have scored after 10 seconds, hit the woodwork twice, scored again after nine minutes, had another one cleared off the line. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, of course, just before the half hour mark, um, Jamie Reid back on penalties, mm-hmm. uh, having done a very a very good predatory finish for, for his 32nd goal of the season to make it 2-0 um then back on penalty duties yeah and i think he'll be the first to admit it wasn't a very good one and get and has it saved but um, that's the
0: last four penalties that talkie have had correct which have been saved yes. none of them has been missed no. they've all been saved
1: no. uh what is it five if you throw is in jake five? andrews at bath
0: oh yeah yeah um, uh
1: so there you go bit of um, practice
0: over the summer maybe or well, just just forget all about it and i think you yeah. forget all about it
1: yeah. uh i <laughs> Look, whenever you see real cool penalty takers like yeah. uh, the guy with a long name at uh, Crystal Palace, or, or and the fellow on, on the Messies of this who, world who
0: rolled one in, the yeah. keeper even had time to get back up Correct. again. They actually the yeah. put
1: penalties away with monotonous regularity. Yeah. Uh, a because they are so confident yeah. that that they're going to do it. Um, they strike the ball beautifully. Um, they've got a way of kidding the keeper in other words they're in charge right from the word go yeah. and for me funnily enough the the, the the lad I'd have had on penalties all season is Jake Andrews I know he I know he I know he's he, he missed the he one stuck, he? Stuck, he yeah. stuck the one at yeah. bar, over the bar uh, but for me he's got the, the the necessary mixture of ball striking ability and a slight streak of I know what I'm doing here. He's got that swagger about it. him, exactly, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, To do it, but of course he missed, and and um, uh, they took him off it. And and in fairness to Jamie Reid, he was putting him away for a pastime for for, for most of the season. Um, uh, and but but of course, when you when you run up and take penalties like he did, and he was drilling them into the bottom right hand corner. Yeah. Sooner or later, you know that the keeper knows that that's your favourite yeah. side, and it's then a question. It's a guessing game then of. When do I switch? And or do when I just f- go down the middle, correct, yeah. etc. Yeah. I, th- I think the whole point of going down the middle, which is what really did on at St Albans, is if you're going down the middle, you have to lift it.
0: Yeah, you can't
1: yeah. drill it low down the middle because the keeper, even if he dives, which Snedker did at, yeah. at St Albans, they leave their their legs in the middle just for that
0: hope. And stop it, yeah, correct. Yeah,
1: so if you're going to go down the middle, a bit like Jeff Hurst used to do uh, for West Ham. Just, yeah. you know, you run, you go to, or even, um, who was the, the fullback in uh, um, Kevin Hodges' team? Paul Gibbs. Paul Gibbs' penalties, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, they stayed hit, didn't yes, they? Yes, they did. And they yeah. nearly all yeah. ended up in the roof of the net yeah. rather than in the top half of the goal. So if you're going to go down the middle, you have to lift it. Yeah. Then the keeper, it's he's in miracle territory then, but... Um, there you go, is, it, it didn't matter in the end. It didn't.
0: Last word on the St Albans game goes to whoever said on Twitter, looking at the highlights, looking at Calvin Kalala's opener. So that's what Torquay were trying to do from kickoffs all season. <laughs> uh, long long ball, the Kevin Hill opening, we used to call it, didn't we? The long ball out to the left.
1: Well, it, it was the, the extraordinary thing for me is is, is that, and uh, um, congratulations to, to um, Patrick Tinkler, United's secretary and uh, media man who who kept his eye on the clock yeah. uh, from kickoff, um, and we've also run it through since, and he's absolutely right, is that in the space of 10 seconds that it took from the kickoff to the ball hit to the back of the net, it went through five players. You wouldn't think that was possible in 10 seconds. It takes but to do it. It, 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 yeah. it, it, it did, um, including one of their defenders <laughs> who sort of half-headed uh, yeah. it clear. Um but no, uh, and a hell of a good finish by Kalala, yeah, a real yeah. clever finish. The ball had actually got behind him uh, when Jamie Reid plays him yeah. into the box, and he still just steadied himself. He's so good in tight areas, isn't yeah. he, Kalala? Look and forward to um, seeing
0: him on some slightly better pitches next yeah. season. I mean, playing more is great, but he's been playing on some rocky old surfaces, hasn't he? This he has, year?
1: And, and of course, uh, he, he um, Gary Johnson played him up front at Chippenham on Good Friday, yeah. and he looked completely uh, out of it there didn't didn't enjoy that at all and then uh, Connor Lemonhead Evans played up front against Hungerford and that didn't really work either um, but when chatting to, to Gary yeah. Johnson afterwards he sort of said no 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 actually I pulled Calvin Collada aside and said look you, it didn't work at Chippenham yeah. I still think it can now prove me right today Not not that you know and he, uh, um, he topped wrong. and tailed the game with and the he, first and the last and the goals last didn't goal. he? so yeah. um, you know I, th- I think gary johnson was really pleased that that option of playing Kalala up front yeah uh, was proven was proven right and that chippenham was
0: all wrong he did well um, any word yet on season tickets or friendlies so these are the kind of things that seep out around about this time of the close season absolutely
1: um from what I understand behind the scenes it was always the plan um, uh, to get this promotion uh, were United going to be in the playoffs or not etc done and dusted yeah. um, uh, uh, and then first week of May was the, was the noises I was getting um, for um, season tickets uh, and stuff like friendlies as far as we know the, the list of there is a list of five friendlies already yeah. arranged but not announced um, Gary Johnson was hinting last week that Plymouth, Argyle, and Exeter City yeah. might well be involved. I understand that Buckland Athletic is, is also yeah. on the radar, which would be great to have a game against them. Not sure about the other two, uh, but I would have thought we're Wednesday the 1st now. I would have thought within a week. Yeah, um, we should know, should we? We might know on both of those fronts.
0: Now, we are on Wednesday rather than on Thursday as normal, and that means it's the, it's a bit of a do tonight, isn't it, yeah. at the Riviera Centre?
1: the. the, the, uh, the Relaunched awards evening. Tickets uh, course, have
0: gone well for that as well, haven't as they? I think it's know. going to yes. be quite a good
1: do. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be great to do. A lot of effort gone into it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, awards being presented. I, th- I thought it was a really important thing at the last home game that at least the yeah. fans got to hear who had won the uh, player of the year. Yeah. Uh, and the young player of the year, Jané um, we'll find out all of those who were, the runners up are who, yeah, as well. exactly, that's yeah. going
0: to be really interesting because even if you accept that, that Jamie Reid was a head and shoulders candidate and while we're talking about it, he's player of the year in Vanarama National League South as well Quite. richly deserved as well absolutely as uh, Gary
1: Johnson said surely there was only one candidate uh, anybody who scores 29 yeah. goals which, which by the way is also the top scorer in the whole of the National League yeah and somebody said to me the other day, I, we really should know this, shouldn't we, that, that he scored more league goals than any other striker in... I can't immediately think of anybody else I started thinking, there. how many Aguero got and how many has yeah. got? How many... The great <laughs> Pookie of Norwich City got. I think he's got about 27, 28, something like that. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, Reedy really is... Yeah. It's been... It's been a... Amos yeah. Mirabilis... Yeah. Um, for him.
0: But it'll be interesting to see who the fans decided was yeah. the, the best of the rest, if and, you like. And of when we had a look at it, we thought that almost everybody deserved
1: it. Yeah, also, I didn't. We? So
0: I wouldn't. Well. I, if you, again, as as you say, put a gun to my head, I might have. I don't know, actually. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. There Careful. are so many. Careful. Yeah, no, exactly. I'd, I'll keep my yes. powder dry yeah. on that one. But yeah. uh, it going to be interesting, and hopefully, if you're going to the do tonight, um, it'll be a good one. Oh, I'm I'm sure.
1: I'm sure every. It will be a very upbeat, joyous occasion, and uh, the club have been putting a lot of effort into it. They want to make it an annual occasion. Yeah. Um, Now, these things always work on the back of a good season. Um, Yeah. I remember there was a great do after at the end of the 11-12 season when United got to the playoffs under Martin Ling. Uh, that was a, a great success. They're a little bit more, a little bit tougher bit to subdued sometimes to yeah. to, um, yeah. uh, to pull off when you have a, a mid-table season. But hey. <laughs> Do Torquay have mid-table seasons? Never. I
0: don't think so. It never happens. No. But uh, that's good. And presumably tomorrow morning after the... um, There won't, there won't be any hangovers, obviously. But uh, players are off then. We'll, we'll see them. They'll, they'll be and going their separate ways. Yes,
1: I understand. There's no, nothing official been announced. But I understand that um, Clark Osborne has is, is, um, put his uh, hand in his pocket for a few days away. I'm not sure quite where. Uh, that's good. For the players as a little... Uh, bonus for them. That's uh, uh, a generous for, gesture. For the uh, yeah, um, uh, for their deeds. They didn't invite you to go along and cover it, Dave. Did they? <laughs> 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 Do you think that would have been no. a good idea? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe best best not. What uh, stays on tour? Well, yeah, no, what goes, goes on tour stays on tour. Okay, well, we thought we might have a little. Go- We're jumping on the back of somebody else's work here, so we'll credit it. Talking the talky talk uh blog the leading independent talkie united blog you can find this online it's talkytalk.com a very very good blog keeps going all the way through the season they report on matches um good lads they are it's always very readable it's uh by the fans for the fans what they're doing at the moment is they're running a goal of the season competition.
1: Cool. Well, there's plenty of contenders for that.
0: There are plenty of contenders indeed. They're really nice to score this season, ninety-three. <laughs> well, there are eight contenders here. Uh, yeah. Sam Jones, one of their writers, has put this together, and I thought I'm not sure that this is going to make great podcasting, but we'll have a look at these as we go through. You may hear them in the background. And um, is there a
1: commentary? We'll
0: have a look. Well, they, they're actually from the YouTube, from the YouTube feed, right. the official Talk United. The first one. Is Jake Andrews against Eastbourne back in October? Remember that very well, one of Gary Johnson's early matches. Is, is this a, an artificial Down the right pitch? Hand
1: side. Yeah, artificial yeah. pitch. Okay. Switched inside from the right, I think by Opie Edwards.
0: Jake left Andrews, 25 yards left foot into the top left hand corner. That's a good one. That's a good one that, to that's start That's the top with. contender. B is Jamie Reid against Concord Rangers on the 17th of November now I have a soft spot for a goal that goes in off the underside of the bar
1: they always look good they they? always
0: look good it's aesthetically pleasing and this is one really gets the ball 30 yards out there's no stopping that is there
1: I, I I absolutely for some strange reason when you mentioned this I'd forgotten that goal how I don't know I don't know it's a know. great it's a finish, a isn't, strike, it? isn't
0: it and it's I'm not it's sort of brushes got to be the underside yards, of the bar yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah that's a good strike I yeah. like that one like that one I have to say so we're making a few notes as we go along here making Tick. sure uh, yeah goal C Sekou versus Welling this is at Playmore as well on the 8th of December and I think we may have just... Where are we on this one? Going towards the Babacom end. All yeah, inside think, the fullback. Yeah, I think I may have just moved it on. So this is the beauty of doing this live, isn't it? That we're, um, <laughs> well, we'll, well, let's, let's yeah. watch a couple of minutes of this anyway, because uh, this is a great finish.
1: This was during a purple patch, wasn't it, of United scoring... Buckets of goals yeah. Loads of confidence The pitch still alright There you go oh, you get, Tremendous Yes get, absolutely right He's he's curled it round the keeper Isn't he
0: Receives the ball 35-40 yards out Takes it on A couple of paces yeah. Curls it round the He's probably
1: 20-25 to 25 yards out When he hits it No chance
0: Absolutely Let's stop that one And move on to the next win Calvin Calala. Christmas time Two goals now From the Boxing Day game Against Truro The first one is Calvin's which here we go again. You see, something terrible has happened here, but there we go. Let's run it through. Ball you're, forward. He you're very, it you're ju- very good on this equipment, guy. <laughs> Just oh, why thank you. Uh, receives that. He actually looked as if he, he was taking no further part yeah. in the move. He played it forward to Seiko as,
1: as if Janny was going to go on and, and, and hit it. And Janny actually laid it back to him, didn't he?
0: He did. And then uh, that's a good finish. Good yeah. finish puts it over the keeper. A uh, sparkling young Frenchman, he's described us there. On the, <laughs> <laughs> so that's so the next one. Kalala
1: against Truro.
0: The next one. This is, one I always loved. This is so we're coming up to this one. In moment. Yeah. This is Asa Hall against Truro. Yeah, and Andrews day. has
1: just smashed a volley wide of the goal, and then the next move. This was this was a this was a finish, wasn't it?
0: Long clearance by Sean McDonald. Jake Andrews plays it back inside. Reedy touches it back. And Asa Hall, left foot, curling First. over the keeper. First time, top corner. Yeah. 30 yards again. Again, had to be. Love it. Had to be. Absolutely love yeah. that one. Uh, next contender is Ben Winter against Slough. Interestingly, uh, Ben Winter's goal at Woking isn't part of the eight perhaps they put the eight together before well, I'm perhaps solid. it wasn't just a classic goal that's it was right. just it was it's significant but you see Ben Winter he's on the edge of the area loads here waving pressure. his arms about loads of pressure yeah, yeah, not really doing very much
1: no built up down the left hand side yeah.
0: and he's not so not expecting to get that is he but when it comes to My a goodness. decisive finish he doesn't have hit that does he does indeed and that's his first goal of the season
1: a um, uh, long-awaited as well, uh, because uh, the flat was just about starting to go around the dressing rooms of which outfield players hadn't scored, and he was one of them. He put
0: that one right. Uh, On to the second of April, Connor Lemonhay Evans against Chelmsford. Now we're we we're, we're nearly up to date now, aren't we? This was a
1: great this was a great individual goal, wasn't it? It was. Talkie cleared their lines. jean yves heading it upfield, and here he goes. Whoops! One. Exchange of passes, beats another one, beats another one, left foot,
0: low into the net, nice finish, very very nice finish. Probably
1: the best solo goal of the lot.
0: Now this one is the best assist. The last one, this is from this is Jamie Reid's at, opening at goal Woking. at Woking. So I think I've probably gone on beyond the actual goal. You've now. just
1: you've 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 just dwelt on a Ben Gearing foul. Uh, there we go. There were plenty
0: of those to enjoy.
1: Yeah. Here we are. United
0: break on them. Counter-attack. Keating's ball is absolute slide rule, isn't it? And that's a great finish.
1: Uh, the pass of at least 45 yards from deep in his own half.
0: Around uh, the centre-back. Around
1: the centre-back. Uh, Jamie Reed on the move. One touch. Bang. <laughs> um, now, they're the eight.
0: Yeah, those are the eight that All, you get to vote for. Many
1: of them different in, in, in lots of ways. I'm also going to throw... Ben Winter's goal at woking into the mix. Yeah. I know it's not there, and and uh, it, it went purely because in the context of the season, that goal yeah. for me won United promotion that day. I think you're and, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, And, and brackets uh, uh, under the Slough goal, uh, um, Ben. What on earth were you doing up there? <laughs> now we know. <laughs> so, <laughs> secondly, what were you doing sticking in with your left foot? <laughs> with your left foot, and of course. It was, you know cataclysmically important, yeah it completed United's comeback from three-1 down, and I think everybody in the division, definitely Woking did that day yeah. knew that it was effectively all over, um, uh, and United confirmed it at home to Eastbourne Borough um, the following yeah. week. Um, uh, in terms of the season, that there, no, there were no more important goals scored than than, no. than that one. but you're right, Wow.
0: Great quality Which goal. Now I, I pick out. they've had loads and of votes for, for on months here, and months. Way. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah.
1: I, I always clung on to Jake Andrews' goal at Eastbourne because I thought that yes. was such a hit and such a, a, a classy finish. One of those ones where a real good player has a touch, looks up, takes aim, and sticks the ball exactly in 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 the in, in, yeah. the, in the place. You couldn't have stuck it into the top corner any better if you've been a basketball player. Um, but go on. Well,
0: like that. Uh, I think Asa Hall's goal against it, It's first time. It's it, it's a speculative effort. Yes. It's beautifully placed. Keeper didn't have a chance of getting a hand on it. No,
1: I understand he plays it every single night. Oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was him, I, would, <laughs> I think I would be. Um, it's, it's a
0: hit in a million, isn't it? it it's, really. it's, yeah. and,
1: and it's a good move down yeah. the left-hand side, played into him, and he's just come onto it. Yeah. Absolutely right spot, right time. And he's put his left foot, not through it, but has just curled it He's over guided the It's in, guided it? into yeah. the. It it is a
0: thing of beauty, isn't it? That's my choice. But that one, then Reedy's off the underside of the bar. Well, is is um, threatening to turn my head? Is it? Um,
1: Sekejani's goal, cracker that was. Yeah, but, but yeah, if 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 it's gun to head time, I think I'll I'll go along with you. Yeah. Peter
0: Hall Truro, astonishing astonishing indeed well there you go you can see all of those goals and you can cast your vote over on talkytalk.com the independent blog well worth a read and go and give them some votes and let's see who let's see who wins the goal of the season so we're into May season's over tomorrow the players head off whether it's Skegness or wherever is they're heading for their um, their sunshine break Skegness (laughs) Goodness, oh, guys. No, right? no. It's bracing, <laughs> apparently. You're back into your youth here, aren't you? <laughs>
1: um, but,
0: Yeah. But we will keep the uh, podcast going and during the summer.
1: I, honestly, I cannot see this summer being anything... but Being boring, sorry. No. I, I, I think there will be lots going on. Um, uh, United and the staff and Gary Johnson are well aware that once the season tickets are announced and go on sale, yeah. that two or three... Fairly early signings always helps the sales. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be very interested to see. I'm sure the the season ticket prices, which have effectively been frozen for a a little while now, uh, um, uh, although I think there was a modest increase last last season, I think they will go up, and that won't be any great surprise. Um, The club is acutely aware of trying to maintain this optimistic, positive... It's, it's
0: momentum, isn't it? Uh, M for M-word. Yeah. Word, yeah. Uh,
1: um, whilst that, that that's, uh, you know,
0: is, is hugely important. And um, Gary Johnson is acutely aware of the fact that a, a signing or two this end of the summer will keep those sales ticking over, they'll keep the interest going, they'll keep the attention grabbing, will Sure,
1: they? sure. They're, 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 and it was interesting, was it was a week or two ago, that he was saying that, uh, I'm sure it wasn't literally true, but he, 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 it, it sounded right, that his phone and Pete Johnson's phone was ringing with outside calls coming in saying, "Do you need a midfield player? Do you need a this? Do you yeah. need a that?" From other people who, who you know had seen what was going on at Torquay this season and thought that might be interesting uh, a place for my player to be. And uh, so, in other words, I don't think there's any shortage, and that's a wonderful position for a club like yeah. Torquay to be in, isn't it? There's no shortage of players who will be interested and want to come here. Yeah. Uh, 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 now we're down to the real nitty-gritty and that's what Gary and Pete and Aaron are, are doing now um, to really nail down you yeah. know, the ones at the top of the list, the ones second in the list, the ones third in the list. Because as he said the other day, if we're interested in them, <laughs> you can be pretty
0: sure the clubs will be as well. And this podcast thinks for what it's worth that Gary Johnson will be talking United's manager heading into next season.
1: Uh, yeah, I have no reason to think any differently, um, uh, and uh, uh, that's that's my best guess. That's it, and there we go.
0: We're happy with that. Uh, thank you very much for listening. This has been the uh, Yellow Army Podcast once again as we head into the summer. But uh, as ever, come, come on, on, new, new yellows. You've been listening to the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast, recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash or on Twitter at TQHESport. You can also subscribe on iTunes, search for Talker United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.